the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. There it is, the end of the world, brand new from Molly Diago, and she is on the line with us. Molly, how are you? Matt, I'm good. How are you doing? Very well, very well. Welcome to the show. Uh, Jenny is here with us as well today. She's uh, just hearing you for the first time today. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank you. Oh, man. Some girl power. I love it. Loving to <laughs> have the headphones on. I jacked it up. Yeah, yeah. Great track. Oh, I love it. Great track. Hey, so I'm curious about something. Now, you had mentioned to me in the uh, on Facebook Messenger that um, you've got a lot of friends. You're, you're not from here, but you, you know a lot of people around Manchester. Is that correct? Yeah. So I actually live in New England, and um, I spent some time during the pandemic actually recording um, I recorded in Manchester. Um, I was in Hampton Beach, all over the place. So I met like a plethora of people there who were just excellent and great uh, in the music community. And uh, actually, a couple people like name dropped you, especially when I like mentioned something about this interview today. They were super stoked. So shout out to them because I'm sure they're listening. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that tremendously. Now, um, I was reading about you. This is really interesting to me. Um, and I don't know if everyone else will be as fixated on this as I am, but partly because uh, I have a background in the music industry and, um, you know, I've, I've done some different things in the, the music business. So I was really struck when I read that you went to law school and you, you passed the bar. You're, you're actually an attorney, correct? <laughs> I am. Yes. In New York State. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the reason that's so interesting. It's an interesting backup for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not only that, but I, I think the reason it struck me as so fascinating is I was thinking of it uh, not necessarily in terms of a backup, but I'm sure that, see, here's the thing. I've, I've heard a million stories, and I'm sure you have too. It's, it's, uh, it, it's almost as old as music itself, stories of musicians who maybe didn't know how to maneuver through things legally, maybe didn't get good advice, and, you know, just... Uh, th there's a lot of horror stories out there that musicians have gone through and really all kinds of creative people that have gone through legally and, and whatnot. But um, it would seem to me that you have a tremendous advantage in that area over pretty much all of your peers in the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do for sure. But I mean, I like to use that, hopefully, uh, you know, use my powers for good. Um, I get calls every single day <laughs> from my friends in those situations and I'm happy to help. And I think that's part of the reason why I did it is just to, uh, you know, sort of understand what I was getting into on this side of things. And I'm happy that I did. And honestly, when you come to the table as an attorney, especially speaking with folks, you know, from labels and management companies, um, instantly they know, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword because at one, you know, um, they're going to listen to you. You know, you sort of come to the table with the credentials and you know there's no nonsense. But two, like sometimes they're fearful of it, you know, and they're not going to be able to get the best advantage. And so it's kind of been a delicate balance of, uh, you know, sort of leveraging that information. And a lot of times I hold it if I can, you know. Yeah. Um, but for sure, hopefully, uh, you know, I can use these powers for good for people other than myself as well. 
Could you uh, maybe, you know, uh, pass the one here in New England, here in New Hampshire, so we can have you too? <laughs> Just do it all for backup. I can try. You know? <laughs> it's a lot of work. No, yeah. I know. I know. Just I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just being a wise butt. Yeah, no, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Now, so was that your, uh, was that always your plan? Was to go to law school? Was that, was that sort of the the first priority to do that and then really go full throttle with the music career? Absolutely not. <laughs> but. Um, no, so I, um, I was like touring and doing different projects for a long time, like since I was in high school, really. And, uh, it came down to the fact that, I mean, everything was great, but it wasn't good enough. And of course my mother was in my ear saying, listen, music is great, but like, come on, get real. (laughs) So, um, it came down to this one audition I had in New York city with a really, really like large group. And I'm like, all right, if I get this audition, like I'm off the hook, I'm going to do this for a living. I'll be fine. And of course I made it through literally three rounds down to the final six people and I got cut. So that next day I was signing up for, <laughs> for law school. And uh, I, the thing that I was super lucky is because of my background and some of the things that I was able to do, I was able to actually work with the law schools um, to be able to do a lot of it remotely so I could continue with music and continue building steam while getting you know um, a law degree. So and with the idea that number one, um, my mom will stop. <laughs> and number two, um, I'd have some income stream to be able to get this going. And then of course, number three, um, it's not a bad thing to have in your back pocket when you need it, <laughs> whether you're getting pulled over or, uh, you know, you got to bail some friends out of some music trouble. So that's really how it came to be. And it was really a last minute decision for me to go. And I really didn't want to, but <laughs> I'm happy that I did. It worked out in the end, you know? Yeah, no, it's a, awesome. It's a huge commitment. And obviously that takes a lot of discipline, you know, for, for something that's a, a last minute decision and, and kind of a, a... Dude, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's over and I'm happy I did it. Like at the end of the day, yeah. like really it was a good decision and, um, well, it's over. So we made it through and I'm, I'm to the other side. So at the time, yeah, it was the worst time, but, uh, you know, it's kind of a interesting talking point and people always find it funny that like, mm. you know, the attorney is my backup. Uh, and yeah. so far this is going okay. So hopefully that this can see me through and I don't have to use that law degree much, but I guess only time will tell. Yeah, when did when did you uh, start recording? Uh, because you've got it, it, this is um, uh, this new single. Is this this is from a new album, correct? But you've got you've got a previous yeah. release. Is that true or? Yeah, so um, I was a guitar player for most of my career, um, most of the last ten or twelve years, and then eventually. Kind of when I was in law school, almost done, I might even have been done at that time, um, I decided that I wanted to sort of make my own career. Because, I mean, the hired gun thing is is awesome. It's fun. But if you want to transition your life, uh, you know, into more stability and not always, you know, crazy and waiting for the phone to ring, like, you have to really try to make your own moves. So um, I met some great friends. I put out a duet a couple years ago, which I think you'll hear later, um, mm-hmm. if I heard you correctly earlier, um, with a guy named Waylon Revis, who actually he's the lead singer of Mushroom Head. And uh, I really liked it. It was my first you know, time singing, and it was super like, nerve-wracking because I thought I was terrible. I still do, um, but I <laughs> oh, just had to get out there. No. So I did that. I did another duet um, the following year with my friend from Tantric, Hugo. Actually, Hugo um, lives in that area sort of off and off, uh, off and on in Manchester. So um, that was great. And then two years had gone by, actually a year. So this was last May. I decided that I was going to try and venture and really make this my own thing. 
So this album is all me. It's nothing, you know, not sort of special releases. It's just really, okay, do I have what it takes? Like, do the people like it? And I guess we'll find out. So last year I flew to Indiana um, to record with Sahaj Tikatin, who is the singer of Raw and actually a phenomenal rock producer. Mm. And uh, we sort of fleshed out a little, like, concept for an album, and we put it together, and it was okay, and people liked it, and I got a deal off it. So we're like, okay, let's go with it. So this single that you just heard is the first sort of byproduct of really my first step into the world by myself, really, um, as a singer. So hopefully everybody likes it and we have our fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as you, um, as you mentioned to me on, on messenger, I was asking you about, uh, you know, radio play and it's, it's already being added. It sounds like, uh, uh, quite a bit. So, uh, to different radio stations, which is phenomenal. And, um, on the new, uh, on the new material, you know, you, because you started out on guitar, uh, are you also, are you doing both guitar and vocals and, and are, are you one of these people who plays multiple instruments? Because I'm always, very jealous of people who can play more than one <laughs> instrument. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I do. Of course, I had to put some guitar, you know, because that's really what, you know, all my friends and family know me as, and that's what I love to do, you know. So absolutely, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of interesting, I guess, licks and solos. But the other thing that you have to balance, I feel, is that when you're a guitar player, like a lot of my friends who actually are guitar players and people that I've trained with, especially they go and they have these solo careers, but it's more of a guitar album, you know, than a vocal album. And it ends up not really doing, you know, it, it's not, uh, what do you call it? Like radio friendly, I guess, because guitarists pu putting out sort of vocal albums never really goes well. So I, mm. I really work with my producer to balance that, to make sure that, you know, the vocal still had a place to shine because this is really what it's about now. So of course there's still, you know, some exciting guitar parts, which I just had to get in there, but um, I'm really hoping that, you know, the vocals instead can sort of be showcased as this is really my first time, like totally flying solo, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about, uh, do you play anything else? Do you play bass or uh, drums or anything uh, on the album? Yeah, or? so I do a little studio work on bass. I'm not mm -hmm. that great. Um, I tried drums once. It was very bad. And actually, <laughs> my parents can vouch for that, too. <laughs> um, and uh, so the guitar was just something that, you know, it kind of came uh, not easy to me, but easy enough where I could stick with it. So um, I just loved it. It's, it's, it's fun, and I still, you know, doodle around every single day. No, that's uh, that's excellent. Uh, how many tracks are on the album? So uh, we think nine, but it might be subject to change, and hopefully it'll be out um, early fall of this year. Okay, okay. So the album, yeah, so it'll be a while uh, for the album. It's so interesting. You know, we live in a time where, um, you know, I'm old enough to, when I was growing up, it was, you know, uh, an artist put out in an album, and, the, you know, the first single came out, you know, maybe a, a month or so before the album release, and then the album came out, and then, uh, you know, there was a, a very specific sort of business model. Um, album comes out, then the second single, you know, meanwhile, the tour is happening. And, but we live in an era now because of the internet and, and various other factors too, the industry has changed so much where, uh, you can, you can really kind of do it any way you want to. So in, in your case, you know, you've got the single dropping tomorrow and the album's going to be, um, but not the album, not until the fall. Does that mean, will there be another, um, will there be a second single between the first single and the album release? Yeah, um, probably July-ish. And I mean, that actually, like, that's a great thing that you've brought up. Like, there is a lot of internal discussion on what's the best way to do it. 
a lot of artists right now are like what they call like waterfalling. So literally, and one of my best friends just did it last year and had some success where you take an album with 12 tracks and you drop a track every single month, Mm -hmm. which is cool because I guess people get to look forward to, you know, oh, something every single month. But for me, like I love, you know, getting a little taste of it and then being able to run out to the record store and then, you know, play the whole thing. I love that. And also the pressure of social media to come up with content for 12 entire cycles. Like I can't even imagine. So um, we were going to do that at first, but I just think it's so much. It's such an endeavor to be able to do that. And you really have to have sort of a defined audience who will put up with that, for lack of a better term, um, you know, and and are okay with that. So um, we decided to do two singles and then then the record. And the second single will drop right before we sort of go out uh, on the road for the summer. So um, hopefully, hopefully this one has some power to carry. And uh, before we know it, unfortunately, it'll be fall. So, I mean, time flies. <laughs> it does. It it uh, it goes faster than we know. Um, so you mentioned going out on the road. What do you have uh, planned? Or is that still kind of shaking, uh, uh, taking shape? Do you have a, a big tour planned or, or something small? Yeah, or? so it's, it's, it's still uh, sort of in the works, but we got some, you know, great offers. And actually, over the next month, we're going to start announcing dates. And uh, a lot of things are sort of festival-driven, which is super exciting for me because I love festivals, so much fun. Um, and so hopefully we'll be pretty busy <laughs> this summer. But hopefully, if anyone's listening, you know, is a fan, hopefully we'll have some uh, dates for you all over the place uh, coming out here soon. And when you do this, will this be your first time playing shows as, uh, you know, as a a solo artist uh, rather than obviously you have a lot of touring experience because, you know, you were, as you put it, a hired gun on guitar. But but have have you done any shows up up to now? Have you done shows already where it's it's you out front? Yeah, so I've done a couple shows to support the other songs, um, you know, that I put out uh, years back. But of course, that was also right before COVID. Like the one that had marginal success was in 2019. And then the secondary song was 2020. So there was not much that we could do, uh, you know, for the whole year. And then we sort of lose steam and then we get this idea. So um, we played probably three or four shows just to get out there and, and test out some band members and stuff. So marginal experience. Yeah. But um, yeah. so this will really uh, be sort of the first big uh, sort of run planned, I suppose. Prior to this, uh, when you were playing guitar uh, for other artists, uh, you traveled probably all over the world, I would imagine, or at least to Europe and back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, the best part of the job is getting to see new cities, see new people, new faces. Um, every crowd is different, you know, whether you're playing to five people or, you know, 5,000. So it's I, I'm that's what I miss the most, I think, in COVID. I mean, I think everybody has probably just being able to, you know, see people and have a little normalcy, mm-hmm. um, you know, in life, I think will be exciting. And just to get back out there, it's, I miss it. And I haven't been on the stage since 2019. So it'll be it'll be fun for me. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're getting to a point as uh, as as we I guess we're probably beginning to move from pandemic to endemic um, with uh, yeah. with with COVID that that seems to be where we're headed. So I, I think that that's you know, we're starting to get back to normal or at least as, uh, or at least what will pass for the the new normal, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully that, uh, stays on track and things continue to improve and you can get out and have a great tour. And, um, are you going to be doing, uh, you mentioned festivals. I assume you're going to be doing some dates where I, do you have anybody 
Well, even if you do, you probably can't talk about it yet, but I'll ask anyway. Do you have anybody who you might be uh, opening for or, or taking out on the road with you? I, yeah, I, w- I, w- I wish I could say, but uh, <laughs> hopefully by the end of the month we'll be <laughs> we'll be able to say. But I do know, actually, I could say one. Um, I mentioned earlier Hugo uh, from Tantric, who mm-hmm. actually lives in your area. Um, we'll, we'll be out for him with at least one uh, little run. So that's one I can say, and hopefully the rest <laughs> we'll be able to say here real soon, as I don't even know uh, really the totality of it yet. That reminds me, too. So the song that you recorded with Hugo, have you had an opportunity to play that live with him? No, never. So oh. that's, you know, hopefully it'll come to fruition this summer. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. By the way, our uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Billy Painter, who is in the chat room. And uh, he's the one I have to thank him. Uh, he, he's thanking me for having you on, but I have to thank him for uh, connecting us. He's um, uh, he's the one who, who uh, suggested uh, that I have you on, and I said, "Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, so. yeah." Thank you so much, Billy. Like, yeah, he said, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta talk to my guy, Matt." I'm like, "Yeah, heck yeah, let's do it." <laughs> so, and Billy's great. He always every every time I have a cycle, he has me on. So I love him. He's a great interviewer, and I appreciate the connect for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, listen, uh, Molly, we're going to uh, play this uh, this other track in a moment, but uh, it's been great, uh, you know, meeting you on the air and talking to you today. And, uh, you know, we, we love that that song, The End of the World. Great track. Um, really love the production. It's very catchy and um, just all it, it's, it's very good. And we look forward to hearing the second single when it comes out uh, this summer. Um, anything else you want us to know about or social media that you want to mention or, or anything at all sure, that we didn't yeah. uh, talk about? So, I mean, obviously you can uh, tomorrow, actually, I guess at midnight tonight, um, mm. you can catch the song anywhere, you know, where you stream music, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, anywhere, Pandora. And, uh, you know, I hope you like it. We're on social media, of course, Instagram, Facebook at M-O-L-L-Y-D-A-G-O. Come say hi. We appreciate everybody, you know, who uh, streams our stuff and enjoys it, hopefully. Tell us what you think. We love it. Uh, Matt and both of you, it was great to meet you. And hopefully I can stop by sometime soon and say hello. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Absolutely. We would love it. And uh, so we're going to, in a moment, we're going to play this track, Lifetime. And this is the song that you did with... uh, Waylon of Mushroom Head, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is this is a really great song too. I I, I love this a lot. So I'm glad that uh, you know I did pull back the curtain a little bit. I I did ask you earlier if you had a, a song you wanted me to play at the end, and I'm really glad you suggested this one. This is uh, this is excellent. So uh, we're gonna play that, and Molly, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Yeah, thank thank you guys for everything that you do, and you know, thank you for keeping on <laughs> with the music and bringing it to everybody. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, you got it. All right, Molly Diago, thank you so much. Take care. Thanks, guys.